Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I know everybody is sick of politics and hearing all about this and the election, Biden, all of this. And I agree. I, I'm 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 right there with you, but I see something different in all of this. And this is something that I've been saying for a long time. And it doesn't matter if I've been saying it for a long time. It doesn't matter who's been saying it. it what I ultimately say doesn't matter but what the issue is here is something much much larger that the church is i believe mostly ignoring and this is something that's fallen uh, uh solid teachers have fallen to this um you know and and it's not it's not something that um you know, is it's necessarily heretical or anything like that, but they have they they saw this time in this election and, and that's fine. It was important. They they felt that it was important to stand up for the the principles, uh, Christian principles and, and felt the need to back a political candidate in this you know, okay, fine. Uh, but a lot of this was coming from the pulpit and a lot of this was making it seem like this was our duty and that this was something that we need to do in this world and we need to somehow compromise our values for this this man that is clearly not uh, a, I mean he sort of kind of represents some things that we stand for but in large does not not stand for anything and matter of fact this is a man that that scripture tells us explicitly to stay away from a person like this and not to even have anything to do with a person like this. So, um, I mean, this is something far larger and we felt the need to fight politically and in the church and from the pulpit on it. And I commentated many times on it and it was, it was all stuff that needed to be said and I, I think my message has been consistent throughout this whole thing that there's it, this is much bigger and I think this is something that we all need to just look at from scripture okay we don't look at from any of our opinions we we always want to take something to scripture there's going to be naysayers nay listeners whatever that that will say that you know this is completely sensational we've had them i've dealt with them many times already we've i've i've gotten many messages um most recently had a very interesting conversation about uh, the end days how how do we know it's the end days how do you know you're being super sensational saying these things and you know there's popular teachings nowadays that that teach it's this young hipster you know movement where they they have solid doctrine because they're reformed theology, so they have solid doctrine, so we assume that everything that they teach is correct, but yet they teach this form of kingdom now, what's called kingdom now theology. It's a form of dominion theology that says that we are to basically Christianize the world. Now, there's people that will argue with how that's, I just represented uh, that, and, I, and, and I'm admitting that I'm not being completely fair because that's they there's is a biblical uh position that they take that i again i believe that it's it's not biblical i believe that they have to do backflips and and ignore a bunch of of old testament uh to make their argument semi valid so i you know i i, I don't agree with it uh, but i do acknowledge that there is a legitimate uh, position on that however on the other side of this um this goes 
off the handle and we have uh kenneth copeland and and um you know paula white and and franklin graham and and all these things and the prayer march and thanking uh god for for you know justice ginsburg's death and you know whether or not you whatever you think of her um you know i think it's i think we all should be able to agree that we certainly don't we don't thank god for somebody's death that's that's definitely not something that we want to put on anybody but you know this is this is the extreme other side of it and now we have these these prophets that are coming out these false prophets that are coming out saying well we missed the mark now you didn't miss the mark you're a false prophet and i think that god used this to ex- this election in this time to expose some very in, important things in the church and in uh, our hearts as believers and i think going to scripture i think the clearest case that we we can make off of this is going to um, both letters to Timothy that we have they're called the pastoral epistles there's two of them that Paul wrote to Timothy and he is writing to another pastor on on how to operate the church and how to deal with these these issues that you're going to come up against Okay, whether they be cultural issues, whether they be, you know, just various things and, and false teachers and false teachings were attacking the church ever since, you know, the beginning of the church. It's been something that we've been fighting against since the very birth of it. Uh, there's there's always been some opposition to it and some false representation of it and then, you know, turns into uh, teachers of it becoming, you know, led astray by these things and and then we end up teaching them and well here we sit but paul is writing these letters explaining these things to look out for like what to look out for timothy what what you have to protect what you have to understand about what's going to happen what the course of the church is and in in this whole age and and what this is going to look like whether or not you want to bring to argument if Paul thought Christ's return was going to be within his day or within this time, I, I don't think that opinion matters here. I think Paul's point, period, is that the, there's an imminence of Christ's return and that once the, the, this time period is going, we, we know that we have to have the 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 church build up for a while and the, the time of the, the you know the fullness of the gentiles has got to come in these are these are words that that paul understands he wrote them so he knew that there was going to be a period of time here that was it is going to rise but and he knew that in this time period that false teachings and teachers were going to get worse up until this re, this this return of christ and he based this off of Christ's own words himself, um, understanding that, you know, Paul had the difference between the rapture and the second coming. So he was able to properly interpret Matthew 24 and understand Jesus' words completely and saying that these things would build up and continue to get worse. And, you know, OK, well, I apply that to what I'm telling Timothy here and understanding that these these false prophets these false teachers they will be everywhere especially in the last days and yes agreeing and acknowledging that they have been since the very first century they have but I think there's a good argument to say 
that what we are seeing in the church and Christianity today is what Paul is talking about when he says that these things will increase. And in the latter days, the last times, the, the, the last point of human history, however long this lasts, you know, we, we, we don't know. This, is, this appears to be, let's just say, uh, I mean, I don't want to, you know, never mind. I'm not going to put a, a, a year on it. But, you know, this, this, however this last chunk of human history is, even if it's a thousand years, okay, that these things will get so bad. But the problem is, is now we have this apostasy that is spread worldwide and it is all over the place. So there is no room for any more, you know, um, everything is corrupt. There, there, there is just nothing left that's pure in any country in, in anywhere. And I don't know that there has been since the beginning, but I think there were definitely different periods of history. We can even see in our own, you know, history that we, we can... Uh, re recollect that it things did have a a prosperous period where where there was a true honest coming to the Lord in in different ways and in, in, in different groups of people and that was more seemed to be more widespread but now it seems the exact opposite and I think that the American elections did expose this, not only in the church, but I mean, I think, like I said, I think this just goes to the worldwide uh, church and, and what people even perceive as, as Christianity. But I mean, I won't go over all of First and Second Timothy here, but we have to understand that in... First Timothy chapter four, Paul says something very important that we we take verse one here and we, we, we go. We don't understand how important the depth of what Paul is saying here. And I'm not a one verse teacher at all. I, I, I don't like doing that. I like going through the whole chapter. I don't think that, you know, I think that many false teachings are built off of one verse teachers. So that's that's definitely not it. But there is some verses and in, in some sections of these letters that are more important than others that just just stand out more than others um and and here in verse one in, in chapter four is one of those verses and it's important for us as teachers and 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 even for us as believers and and you know just um your your own growth that you do sit and break scripture down word by word, line by line. I mean, not, not in the way of, of false teachings, but in the way of, of studying God's word. And you may not be to that point yet, uh, but I think in our, in our growth, in our, in our Christian growth, you, you get to that point and it's very, it's a very important point because this is, uh, you can break down different, different things and take different ideas from it. So it is important, but be careful of, of teachers that, that would do that. But I will focus specifically on this verse because something that Paul says here is just so profound that we don't understand and we need to. 
So in verse one, he says, now the spirit expressly says that in the later times, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. Okay. I mean, we normally just read past that verse. I think in, I just read that out of ESV, um, NASB translated as translates. Now the spirit explicitly says, uh, the New Living Translation, I think, does. I really like the way the New Living Translation does it. They say, tells us clearly. So now the Holy Spirit tells us clearly that in the latter times, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. Deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. And what he says is depart from the faith. In the latter times, depart from the faith. Explicitly. Whenever the Holy Spirit tells you anything clearly, says, hey, listen, or this is plain, know this. It's important to understand. It's of utmost importance to understand. There's nothing more that you want to tune. If you're going to hear anything, hear this. That in the later times, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. Have, I mean, this is dealing with the false prophecies that we've seen widely. I mean, this was all over our country from coast to coast. Even it was worldwide. We had these, these crazy prophets in Zimbabwe prophesying that Donald Trump was going to be president of America again. Some, somehow they care about America's policies. And I mean, this is only one thing, but there has been nothing bigger in our church today than the idolatry of this man being Trump and this idea and, and marrying it with God. And I mean, we've, I mean, even solid teachers got people to believe like, this is your duty. This is what, this has nothing to do with the church. And, and look what has come off of this. But people devoting themselves to these things, right? Now they're even frustrated. And now we're even, you know, ransacking the Capitol and, and doing all these things. And now we Christians have been so blinded that we don't even want to there's there's even argument in the church about you know well that was that wasn't a real re election that well we got that, that wasn't trump supporters at the cap are we really getting involved in these foolish discussions these are extremely foolish we all can use common sense it doesn't take very much to understand that it was both and both sides were at fault and Satan is in control of the kingdoms of this world. But more importantly, 
the Holy Spirit tells us that in the latter times, some in the church from depart from the faith. This isn't depart from the, the teachings of the world. No, this is departing from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. What, a deceitful spirit is something that gets you to think that God's kingdom is of this world. But Jesus says in John 18, 36, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would be fighting that I might be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not from the world. Not of this world. He was here when he said that. Not now. He's bringing it. And that's the problem. We don't have anything to do with bringing this kingdom in at all. And that has been such a repeated false teaching in the church from the pulpit, even from solid teachers in not so many words. But even by sitting down and, and telling your congregation that it's your duty to be involved in something that has gone so far off of where we are to be, this world is not our home. We are passing through sojourners and exiles. We, we have uh, the, the politics and all of these things have nothing or no effect on us. What are we doing getting involved in these things it, it makes zero sense at all but we did but what we failed to notice so now even what solid now solid teachers going well that, that that isn't what god had for us and and now we have the the other ones going and turning around and saying well um you know now evil has taken over and it, it no, it's been here for the past four years, too. And the four years before that, and the four years before that, and the four years before that. What are you doing, and what are you saying? This has been something that is, is one of the most important things that we need to get across, and anybody that has a platform to get across, that it's this is not what we are involved in this is not what we do in scripture tells us plainly that these things that in the latter times that people will do these things now whether paul was talking specifically about the 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 2020 election um I, no i'm not saying that that's ridiculous but in the principle of it and how we've come to have this nationalist idolatry in the church where we have mixed, you know, so we've got to believe that, you know, we've mixed Rome now with, with the church. And now we're saying that, okay, so now everything's evil. Now everything's horrible and it's, man, it's should have done better. No, this has been something that we have been saying for a long time that we need to understand because this is reality. This is something that's only continuing to get worse. Now is the time to be sober-minded in the church. Even if, you're, if your church is still uh, preaching this garbage, this, this nonsense that you know God may still have a plan for Trump or that this thing or anything that you know that you need to fight and we need to take this back and we need to 
Christianize the country and the world. And, and if, your tur- if your church is teaching this, get out because it's a deceitful teaching. It's extremely deceitful, especially at the place that our world is in today. We are guaranteed that our world gets to this point. Going in and just saying, you know what, let's compromise everything to be involved with the cares and affairs of this world and this life is, is false. And it's leading many people down the wrong path. It's causing some people to question their faith and to question God and to question Christianity. Christianity, God is made a mockery of. Regardless of whether you want to agree with it or not, put all of your your arguments away and just see how evangelicals are portrayed in the world today now. And and, and why is that? Do you think that you had any help with Trump standing up there, going to church, holding up a Bible, saying all these things, and then having pastors in the pulpit saying, oh, how great this is? It didn't help at all. And now look, you know, look at the reality of this. Not like, oh, look what you did or, you know, no, no, it's just look at the reality. This is reality. It's not about what you did. It's not about blaming you. It's just look. In verse two, these teachers and these teachings, Paul says, through the insincerity of liars whose consciousness are seared. Their conscience are seared. He says something in verse 16. If you, if you go down to verse 16, ending that chapter, he tells Timothy, keep a close watch on yourself. And on the teaching. Persist in this. For doing so, for by doing so, you will save both yourself and your hearers. Keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching. Persist in this. For by so doing, you will save both yourself and hearers. Now, just to note in the middle there, Paul is specifically warning about teachers that will come in and try to bring the law back in. They will try to bring crazy Gnostic teachings in. And again, these are all things that we still today are are dealing with these very same issues as, as things that are trying to come into the church. But what we're missing is the stuff that comes from within, from right next to us, which sounds right, but is just that off. So all of these things sound right and, 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 and great that the, a lot of these teachers and a lot of these people and a lot of us Christians are saying, you know, God bless, you know, all the, all these great things that we say and, and all these, all this hope that we hold in this, this thing that we once had. Some of those sound really, really good, but then if you break it down, you, is that really 
what scripture says? Is that really what we're to be looking for? Is that literally, is that what's going to happen? No. It's not. And like I said, this is something that, I mean, Paul closes out in chapter 6. And he says in verse 3, if anyone teaches a different doctrine and does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the teaching that accords with godliness. Okay, so if anyone teaches a different doctrine and does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ, what do we just read in John 18, 36? My kingdom is not of this world. It's not of this world. It's not right now. Kingdom is not here and now and we don't bring it. It's not of this world. If anyone teaches a different doctrine, it does not agree with the sound words of our Lord Jesus Christ and the teaching that accords with godliness. If he does not do all of those things, he is puffed up with conceit and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy craving for controversy and for quarrels about words, which produce envy, dissension, slander, and evil suspicions. In verse 5, in constant friction among people who are depraved in mind and depraved of truth, imagining that godliness is a means of gain. But godliness with contentment is great gain. The most important there is how he answers that in verse 4. Very, very judgy sounding. But understands nothing. He has an unhealthy craving for controversy, for quarrel about words, which produce envy, dissension, slander, and evil suspicions. Look at how dangerous these teachings are. I mean, these aren't, these aren't things that I'm not making this up. This is all stuff that's right here in, in, in Paul's own words, Paul's own warnings. This is, this is what we have to look to. And in, in the second letter to Timothy, he does the exact same things. Second Timothy one thirteen. Follow the pattern of the sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. Okay, this is truth that is passed down from the apostles themselves because Jesus left divine authority with them to build the early church, to build this truth, to build these words that we are reading today so we can read these words together and say, this is scripture, this is God's word, this is the truth that has been handed down to us. This is that understanding. And so he warns Timothy, warns teachers to guard the good deposit, the true teachings entrusted. 
Okay, true teachings is warning of these things, not embracing them. And, and even by loosely embracing them, I, we can see what's happened on the extreme side of this. It was by no, no coincidence that, you know, I, I, I think everybody should go watch the Capitol riot footage from inside. Uh, there's, there's much, there's, there's some great footage, some true footage out there. Uh, some different prayers that were done by people. And the name of Christ was invoked many times and Oh man, there was a cross out there and, you know, this is God's, you know, this is all, this was all over the place. Is that really what we want to have anything to do with? No, it's not. And the reality is that this is getting so strong. I mean, five people died in our, like that's huge, including a police officer. That's huge for us. People are laughing and snickering and go, oh, you know, it's, it's newspaper eschatology. No, it's not. This doesn't happen here. And it's not just here, it's worldwide. Things like this are happening worldwide. So when you take a look at these, you have to understand that this is part of this exact falling away from the truth that Paul warned us about. I'm not, as I said at the beginning, I'm not being crazy and saying that this is it and, 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 you know, making clickbaity titles saying that, you know, watch this now rapture imminent. Like, no, that's, that's not the case, but this is definitely the last days that Paul is, is talking about because I have never seen such idolatry, such dissension, such all of these words that Paul is, is, is using and, and we re- that are playing out right in our day today. It's it's unbelievable. Paul closes, I, I mean, what I, I believe closes part of this argument out in 2 Timothy 3 when he talks about godlessness in the last days. In, in chapter 3, verse 1, but understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty. Understand this. That's another one of those warnings like, hey, pay attention. I'm telling you something that's really, really important. But understand this, that in the last days, in the last days, understand that. So this is really, really important. I want you to really focus on this. That there will come times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive. Lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, and abusive. Well, shoot, lovers of self, we have that on both sides. Lovers of money, we have that everywhere. Proud, what just, the, 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 literally, what was the president that we, just, the, that we just got rid of? Pride is, is, he is a poster child for pride. If you look up pride in the dictionary right now, you'll see his silly grin. It's not just him. There's pride on the other side as well. We have this on both sides. But lovers of money, how many times did we hear him say, I'm very, very rich, very, very wealthy. 
Very, very well. It's suing for a lot, a lot of money. A lot of money. And money is a constant thing that we're talking about. Now we got the Democrats over here spending like a drunk teenager. Lovers of money. I mean, this is something that's all over the place. Proud. Arrogant. Okay. Again, I think this is a poster child of Trump. But again, this is on both sides as well. There's, there, I mean, look at Schumer, Pelosi. I mean, look at the arrogance. And this doesn't even just go to politics. I mean, this, this goes just in our society today. People in general, lovers of self, Facebook. Okay, I'm on Facebook. You're on Facebook. Everybody's on Facebook. But we also know that there's, there's people on there that are lovers of self. There's people on there that just want to, they, they, they just want to, 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 to feel good about themselves. They want people to say good things about them. They want to have them share their stuff and like their stuff. And they, they, this is a, a form of love of self. This is everywhere. Facebook. I think I, I really, it's hard for me to not think that Paul didn't have Facebook in mind when he wrote that. Lovers of money. I mean, this is I mean, this is something that we see consistently. But during the pandemic, look at the 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 athletes and the billionaires. They got richer. And what do they do? We have Instagram. We have Facebook. Now that we go plaster this all over the place to show our money and how proud we are, and then we're arrogant and abusive on top of that, and also disobedient to their parents. Ungrateful. Look at how ungrateful we are. unholy I don't even need to say anything heartless again do I need to say anything 14 year old girl just beat to death a girl in Walmart New York I just uh, they the in in Manhattan a guy off the bus from Atlanta got mob like gang mob in in his shoes stolen his uh, stripped naked in his shoes stolen in broad daylight there's people walking by unpleasable slanderous without self-control brutal not loving good verse four treacherous reckless i mean reckless is all over the place what did I just say about the government reckless spending and, and Biden recklessly ripping apart everything that he possibly can, conservative? Swollen with conceit. Again, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Yes, guess what? The numbers of pornography and searches and, and sex toys and all these different things, guess what? These things... Have, have exploded. The idol of, of, of just self and taking care of self, this has is, is exploded in many ways. And it's, it's the, the most telling of ways is in the, the, the sexual ways. Because in, in, in all, that we're, all that we're dealing with, I mean, now it's over, but the, the Weinstein case and, and all of this, all of this harassment, and, and now the Ravi Zacharias, the case that's still going on. I mean, I know Weinstein's fine, but this, this is all still the same, the same sin on both sides here, it, just giving you an, an idea of what we're looking at in the world. 
but I mean, we have become lovers of pleasure, and, and, and this has become fulfilling our own sexual desires, which is a Romans 1 uh, fulfillment. I mean, because Romans 1, Paul is speaking of, of, I mean, he's making a point. I don't, I don't think he necessarily meant for it to be prophecy. Maybe he did, but um, he, he's making a point that God, when God abandons a nation— these are the evidences of, of God's abandonment of a nation. And sexual immorality and self-pleasure is, is one of the, the tall tale signs of these things. So when you think lovers of pleasure, it's not just lovers of pleasure. Like, oh, I'm just going to do what I want and not love God. Well, yeah, it's, it's that in principle too. But it's, it's lovers of self-pleasure and pleasuring self. It's an idol of self. Goes back to that lovers of self in verse 2. But then the most important verse, I think, out of all of, of chapter 3 here, having, in verse 5, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power, avoid such people. The appearance of godliness. So that tells you right there that it's, it's not going to look so so bad what's really scary is we do see this completely on both sides because yes 100% we saw this with Trump he was an absolute embarrassment and blasphemer to God and, and I mean I could go on for days how I feel about the man personally okay but Having the appearance of godliness, yes, okay. That applies to him. I'm not tearing down. But what I have been blown away by, so listen close, haters, is how much Biden has been playing the religion card in the Bible and quoting scripture, the palmist, and quoting these different, and this disgusting prayer and the, you know, his Bible and, all of these things, like I, I am so blown away at that. And that, to me, is more of a sign than Trump was. Because I didn't think somebody that, I mean, he, he was a little bit more moderately liberal. But I did not think the liberals would play that card. I did not think that they were going to play on the evangelicals. I did not think that that was going to happen in that way. And it did. And he's trying because he's trying to he's trying to go about these things and he's trying to be calm and un, unify and I want to make friends with the evangelicals. I don't want to you know, I'm not some and it's it's blown me away. So I think that more to me is more concerning of having this appearance of godliness, but denying its power, avoid such people. I mean, that's just, and, and, and I look at leaders in this nation and leaders in this nation are a good gauge of, of telling you what the people are like in that nation. That's what, how we, how we understand uh, judgment and how God's judgment works. I mean, that's again, that's what Paul was talking about in Romans one. Uh, not specifically, but in part, that's exactly what he's saying. He's, he's explaining how this works and, and things to look out for. 
and um, this is one of the the clearest signs in, in just seeing that unity that that fits, you know, um, Biden with his false nonsense that he's spouting out. That absolutely fits times of difficulty in the last days, false teachings and teachers, as we just talked about earlier in First Timothy and all of these things. Absolutely, that fits along in there. So it's not only the Trump aspect that I'm in the evangelical part that I'm pointing at and picking on too and saying that it's important that this is also a form of godliness that caught me by surprise because I didn't think that we'd see it. I think that the liberals are very, very, very open with what their agenda is and how much they hate God and want nothing to do with God. And, and you know, I mean, even Black Lives Matter is based off of, of foreign gods, not even our gods. So when, you know, they even say the way. So... I was really surprised to see them play that card, but that is just more clear evidence of of Satan playing both sides and, and trying to find unity in, in a side that I didn't think that he was going to do, um, but he did. So I, I think that that's important to understand, but it's it's so important to live and and read these words and understand them because in in chapter 4 in verse 3 Paul says for the time is coming when people will not endure these things we're there but have itching ears that they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and they will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths and then he says in verse 5 as for you always be sober minded Always be sober-minded. Always pay attention to these things. Especially when the Spirit explicitly says that in the end times these things will happen. So if you're being sober-minded, you're understanding that the Spirit warns you that in the last times that these things will be coming. And they will be coming on strong and they will be coming on from everywhere. Point is... Verse 8, henceforth is laid up for me the crown, Paul speaking, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have loved his appearing, who have loved his appearing. We are looking for his appearing. We are not looking for any righteous judge, any king, anything to set us free here on this earth, in this life. We are looking for the Lord's appearing because all of these things will come in strong deception. It will be very hard for you to be able to see. You have got to become sober-minded. Pay attention. Look for these things. Look for his appearing and, and simply get out of your church. Get away from a teacher that... that tries to tell you that the Lord's kingdom is here and that God is doing things through these and, and, and pay attention to these, these teachings because we are warned clearly and explicitly 
in scripture about these things and and paul warns that these things will increase in the end days and we are in them so we do best to to keep our eyes on christ so until next time thanks for listening